just really bad takes on pop culture, laughing their asses off mm. about stupid yes. shit. Welcome to this awful podcast. Chris and his fucking idiot friend. You little bitch. I got a little heated myself. My uh, pubes haven't grown in yet. What do you think is a normal age for that? Hey, so what's going on with this total reason about a skunk? He sounds like a big piece of shit. <laughs> you are the best. Put it up on your blog. We'll link to your blog, my friend. <laughs> thank you, sir. Oh, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> oh, link to my blog. Oh, heavens. Uh, actually, Alex, it's, um, sparkling water. A very important distinction, I think. Yeah. I actually don't get the distinction, but I think a lot of people... I don't people, get it yeah, either. Uh, I don't get it either. Hmm. I think that's what makes it funnier, to be honest. I don't really like sparkling water. But you like seltzer. I don't really like seltzer either. Honestly. Really? Yeah, not really. <laughs> I like I like some of the dry sodas that the seltzer companies do, but not seltzer itself, really. The dry sodas. What's a dry soda? Like those, um, like those polar orange kind of sodas that are like not insanely sweet, but uh, oh, okay, all yeah. right, all right. Oh, I didn't realize that you were a sparkling water connoisseur. Well, I I mean, again, these are sodas. Okay, that's a different category. Is there a difference? Soda, sparkling? Oh, sure, yeah. What's the difference? I think soda has water in it, like club soda. Like, all that stuff is, like, different shit, actually. Oh. Like a bartender uh, would know the difference, but I don't really know it. (laughs) (laughs) So... Well, anyway, tonic water, strong start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> great. We're reviewing the different kinds of bar <clears throat> waters. Yeah, it's great. We're clearly experts. <laughs> this awful podcast, everybody. That's this podcast, and we are <laughs> we are two podcasters, <laughs> two awful podcasters on this awful podcast with one awful audience. My no, you guys are great. Mm-mm. You guys are great, and maybe someday we'll pay us. I don't know. <laughs> Mike and I oh. disagree on this. But okay, about them being awful, you will definitely pay us no matter what. <laughs> You'll definitely pay for stuff like this. Yeah, yes. For us to hurt you and demean you. My name is Mike. My name is Jacob. It's not Jacob, actually. It's Jacob. It's it's not Jeff Jacoby? No. It is, yeah. It's not. I'm here. I'm filling in for Chris. (laughs) Hey, I want to talk about... a bunch of stuff. First of all, my son is so beautiful and so smart, and I love him so much. Please stop. (laughs) Please stop. This is not (laughs) going to go down a good road. (laughs) <clears throat> it's uh, Chris. My name is Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it's Chris season. Hi, Chris. <laughs> Hi, everybody. How are you? <laughs> you know. Okay, but you know how he writes that letter to his son every year, right? Do. Why does he do that I shit, do. man? I don't know. Ah, uh, just to call Jacob- my eyes out. <laughs> Jeff Jacoby just sucks. <laughs> every day, dude. When I worked at that fucking building, um, to get to the bathroom, I'd have to walk past like the office where all those editorial writers were. And every time, I was like, oh, yeah, I could take a shit in the bathroom. Or Jeff Jacoby's office is right over there. You could take a shit there. Just an idea. Just an idea. Oh, I think that's a good idea. Do you remember when he wrote that column about how he um, was going to miss driving to work? Like a normal guy? No, I don't oh remember my that. God, it was during that period. I think when the Boston Globe just would write 
reams of copy about their move to another building downtown and like every columnist had several pieces about what that meant to them and it's just like you're really uh really helping out with the community i think is it the column entitled when i ride the t i miss my autonomy yes dude and he wraps it in with all this weird little right-wing individualism and it's very cool <laughs> and he and it's like he's talking about all the wind in my hair and all the shit i'm like dude you're driving in downtown boston it's stop and go for it, especially when you're going to work <clears throat> why in god's name would you want to... He apparently lives right by a T-stop. Mm-hmm. He hops on the T and goes downtown, and the new Globe building is right there. And he's complaining about this. This is like the most amazing life you could possibly have in the city. When you drive, you have auto mobility. Mm. You travel where you choose, by the route you choose, with the company you choose, Mm-mm-mm. and at the time you choose. Ooh. Mm. Definitely no external factors um, when you're driving. Yeah. You can... Uh, Get your kicks on Route 66, which is nowhere in the mm. state, by the way. Yeah, no, it actually, Route 66 is all Boston. People think it's in um, New Mexico. Oh. They get confused by the I, I, I guess I was confused, too. Yeah, the Wild West is downtown Boston. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, that's how even he's talking, like, right? Even like, it's like one of the easternmost <laughs> cities in the U.S., but yeah, okay. Yeah. One I, of, yeah, yeah not I the... Just, yeah, Jeff Jacoby, huh? You should have taken a shit on his desk. I really would. Like, hey, I have an idea for your next call. <laughs> and he'll be like, and he'll be like, oh, I already wrote that, actually. I'll be like, no, well, uh, stop the press, this bitch. <laughs> because I'm stop pinching the, out your next column right now. <laughs> stop the press and press this right in your, t- right in your desk. <laughs> press well, this. Yeah, stick press. this in your desk for next week. <laughs> <laughs> I really hate him, man. Um, he really does suck. I've hated him since I was like a kid, too. So, like, I remember my friend Jake, shout out Jake Hess, uh, would write him emails when we were kids and, like, challenge his little columns about why invading Iraq was good or whatever, or why bombing Gaza was good. Hmm. And uh, he was always such a condescending prick to Jake. <laughs> And, uh, I mean, I guess it was nice he wrote back a kid. He could have just ignored him, but it was always, I mean, like, wow, I wonder who ended up being right about Iraq, a 15-year-old Jake Hess or fucking uh, Jeff, Jeff Jacoby, who is still uh, sublimating his fear of death through driving a car and trying to pretend that he's an independent person. I think yeah, he did, he did mention animal. individualism in this uh, column. and What an idiot. You know, his little drawn headshot does kind of look like you, though, with black hair. God damn it. <laughs> I have to say, like, if they actually made that hair, like, sort of reddish brown mm-hmm. in the beard, too, yeah. reddish yeah. brown, that could easily be interchanged with the hair headshot. That's a very good observation, Michael. <laughs> wow. I'm, I don't mean to offend you. I know oh, that. Oh, no. The person, I look like the person that I just expressed loathing for decades. No, that doesn't bother me. Well, I think we're all self loathing, aren't we? Mm. Yeah, well, I hate myself for <laughs> other reasons. Not for Jeff Jacoby reasons. Otherwise, I'd be in big trouble. That's letting him win. You can't let him win. <laughs> I actually, I actually popped into uh, your your buddy uh, Meredith Goldstein's uh, love letters column and left a left a little comment that says Chris Caesar sends us a regard. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I met her like once. <laughs> I know. That's the best part. But your friends are on Facebook, so she's probably like, uh, okay. And she just ignored it. It was buried. It was like on the eighth mm. page of ridiculous comments on that. Uh, for people who don't know, Meredith writes the uh, love letters column at the Boston Globe, which is kind of like their dating advice column. And I mean, I don't really read it, but she's a nice person. I don't so. read it. I just... Because we're both in steady relationships. All those letters are made up anyway. 
I don't think they're made up. You don't? You think they're made up? Yeah. Okay. I think I think three quarters of them are made up. Okay. Well, I mean, we'll we'll try one one day if you want. We'll <laughs> we'll read one out and we'll see. We'll see if it's. We'll see what you think. It's kind of a posed law situation, right? Like, and some of them are just. Some uh, Jesus. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> My phone's going crazy here. Yeah. The guy who says, oh, I have no friends, you know, he's all of a sudden got a million friends. Oh, they're just bill collectors texting. Oh, okay. Where oh they the text money? now? Yeah, they're very, yeah. They're, they're definitely with the times. <laughs> yeah, they caught up. <laughs> I'm serious. Three quarters of those letters are fake. Does she do it every day? Yes. Hmm. She does. You know a lot about the column for a guy who hates it so much. Hmm. I like the comments. Comments are funny. You like you the comment I, section. I used of to that like. Page I, I, used, I used to like trolling that comment section actually. Yeah, I mean, especially when I worked there and I would reply, they would get so nervous. Really? Uh, yeah, they were nervous, nervous about all what? the fucking time. I don't know what people are nervous about with me uh, half the goddamn time, <laughs> whether it's my family or my bosses <laughs> or like my best and closest friends. I don't know. Yeah, I'm doing just. I fine. mean, I'm sitting by the exit for a reason. <laughs> To this apartment. Yeah, I feel like I could tackle you before you got there. I don't know. I don't think so. I think you're in a you're in a position where you can't get to me very fast. Mm. You get the microphone to stand in front of you and say, "I got a clear path." Oh, easily, easily could toss this microphone and stand away with my. So anyway, how's your week, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty good. My grandma died. Hmm. Yep. Sorry to hear that, Chris. Oh, it's okay, honestly. Just I'm, being edgy. I was just calculating in my head, what is the proper response? Do I <laughs> laugh? Do I, like, say, oh, I'm sorry? I mean, I'm genuinely sorry. No, I know you are. I know it's, you are. Sometimes yeah. I use humor to to cope with, yeah. uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Small sucks, penis. But, you yeah. know, she, it's, it's, it's a relief in some ways. You don't have to visit her anymore. <laughs> no, no, that's not what I mean. You don't have to worry about her at Christmas. Uh, well, and- no. Oh, God. <laughs> her husband died last year, and I know wow, she's kind of lonely. And, you know, I just, you know, she's very devout Catholic. Oh, okay. So I feel like, you know, maybe she found some peace to finally, you know, I don't believe that stuff, but I know she did. So, so lonely people out there, and just uh, Chris Caesar suggests the solution to your problems just die. Um, Mike, you know, it's actually pretty fucked up not to get too real on the show. Um, her last words to me. I didn't want to bring this up. I was a little shocked. But no, please. I mean, whatever, whatever feels cathartic to you. Uh, whatever feels. I don't want to make this show all about me. It's half you. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean. So what, so what happened? She just kind of leaned me in, yeah. and like you know, this woman. So let's set the scene. You're at the. Oh, I'm at the. Oh, hospital. She was the hospital. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, um, she'd been sick for a while. Um. Yeah, she kind of got suddenly yeah. sick, and okay. you know, rushed okay. to her side. And, uh, okay, so you said, Grandma, is there anything you need me to know? Now, I didn't know any of this because Chris obviously doesn't tell me stuff. And even though he says, Oh, you know, Mike, you're one of my best friends. And mm, you know, I didn't I, really tell anybody, honestly. Um, until that <laughs> he didn't part. really even tell me that either. So <laughs> that's a joke. But okay, uh, go on. Oh, well, so anyway, yeah. And so. Sorry. It's kind of, no, it's fine. I'm just sharing these I'm last just, moments of me and my grandmother <laughs> together. And you feel. I'm like uncomfortable, so I'm making jokes. So I'm sorry. Well, the thing was, Mike. Uh, I wasn't even going to say anything, but she said, um, <clears throat> Christopher, I love you. You're a good grandson. It's good. Get that fucking fat idiot off of your podcast. 
You do your own show. You're better than him. Fuck Mike G. He's a dumb bitch. Oh. I was like, Grandma, holy, holy cow. Damn. Did not expect that. Wow. Yeah. Really I hard. didn't know she even listened to the show. I don't know. I, well, I, I didn't think she had internet, honestly. But Yeah. It's crazy. You know, she was, she was adamant. I mean, she was, you know, pretty weak, but you could see the fire in her when uh, she talked about your inefficiency and mm. bad podcasting so yeah well hey no argu- god bless you grandma no we argument here <laughs> hey who's still alive me oh so. shit dragon dragon grandpa <laughs> oh, god <laughs> i just hope my family doesn't listen to this until after the service <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. It's okay. It's okay. I mean, it's all right. Uh, I'm sure she would have seen the humor in it, honestly. <laughs> it's all good. Mike is so red right now. He can't even believe you. I just took some of my Alex grandma. Jones pills. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> These pills will turn you completely red. <laughs> Where's my chili? Uh, Bobby, where is... Uh, <laughs> Maybe that's how Alex Jones will be buried in a big bowl of chili. Oh, dude, he's gonna be like soaked in chili, <laughs> and they're gonna barbecue his ass. <laughs> None of that will be happening at your grandma's service. Uh, no, I think it'll be a traditional kind of thing. Yeah, you know? I'm not a huge Catholic, um, but our family is very Catholic, and uh, why is that funny? <laughs> no, you said I'm not a huge Catholic. <laughs> I was gonna say, but you are huge, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like fame-wise. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> you're huge. You're huge on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. Yeah. That's a good joke because it yeah. makes me feel good. A fat joke is especially weird, especially coming from a fat person. <laughs> it's like sort of not. That's what makes it better, though. Yeah, you think so? I think so. Yeah. So anyway, your grandmother. <laughs> um. Yeah. I yeah. Think I'm she sorry, like the podcast. Well, thank you. Um. She Genuine. Was, she was. She was a nice lady. Yeah. Thank you. She was a good lady. She does. You did a nice write up on her. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah, yeah. very nice. Even my um, uh, family members who think I'm a disgusting anarchist had to admit it was a nice mm. uh, yeah. tribute. Mm-hmm. I remember, actually, well, so that um, maybe people on Facebook saw that post, but I just remembered at my grandfather's funeral, um, we went out. It was like probably 30 people to like an Italian restaurant afterwards for like, you know, kind of a lunch and stuff. And uh, my uncle and my dad and a few other people had to conspire with this restaurant to make a fake bill to give to my grandmother. Really? Yes. Otherwise, she would have insisted on it. And she would be absolutely intense about that shit. Even after your grandfather's funeral, right? Yes. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, and she's like in her 80s. She's on Social Security. And she has like, you know, several very abled people to just all chip in. She's on a fixed income. (laughs) Yeah. It's like Uncle Leo comes out of nowhere. I was thinking of Uncle Leo the whole time. I was just like, I can't stop you. Stop the telephone. She can't break this check. She's on a fixed income. <laughs> but yeah, they. Why are you a... getting so mad, Uncle Leo? <laughs> so I guess um, she found out. Oh and no! Mad. Yeah, really, it was really mad. And just like, how soon after did she find out? A couple of days, I think. I can't remember exactly. So she's sitting there like, All right, I've already dealt with the loss of my husband that I've been together with for so long and that my whole... 60 years. My whole family says, your day can't get any more fucked up. Let me be there for you. Right. Yeah. But she was just so compulsively there for everyone else, you know? 
And it's just like she felt like that was her job. Hmm. Yeah. Well, what that's a, nice. Her, what though. a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, like, she was like, what a, what a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Wanting to pay for everybody, even after personal tragedy. Yeah. Wow. That's fucked up. Yeah. Psh, get a life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, man. The pot is getting hot tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just the 99% humidity that we've been dealing with for about a yeah. month and a half. Have you noticed it's been raining like every day? Hey, have you noticed the weather? Folks, uh, it's a little hot out there. Say, yes, it has been say raining. It. Say what? How hot is it? Oh, I wasn't going to go there because it's a little hacky. No, it's not. And meanwhile, we're talking about the weather. <laughs> Somebody's going to listen to this in fucking January and like, wow, it was hot uh, there, no? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it was. Well, it's it's been it's been wild. Yeah, that's the way it is on this bitch of an earth. Yeah, that's what I've been saying. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So what's on the? What? How's your week going? Actually, uh, let's not talk about my grandma anymore. <laughs> I, I, you know, I didn't think that far ahead. I'm sorry. That's okay. So my my, I fucked it up. You didn't fuck anything. Yeah, well, well no, I do fuck. No. But how's my week going? Mm. Uh, I have to actually think about my week. What happened? I worked a lot. Just kind of stinks. But, mm. um, not literally nothing good happened to me this week. <laughs> Nothing bad either. Well, all right, that's pretty sad. I, I did. Uh, I did have a little um, incident, which everybody I think can relate to. This this uh, incident just before I came here. Actually, I was in a Cumberland farm, uh, which uh, is a local chain. It probably sounds like a farm stand to folks who are not from here, but it is not. C- that. Cumberland <laughs> Cumberland Farms is a uh, was a local uh, what convenience store chain slash gas station that expanded kind of to gas stations. Oh, is that true? I didn't know that. I think so. I th- I knew them as stores before they were gas stations. Oh, okay. I trust you. Hey, who the fuck knows? Anyway, I was in one. Today. Also known as Cumbies. Cumbies, yeah. I was in one today. I was in a Cumbies today. And uh, I was uh, getting a soda, a fountain soda, which I'm wont to do. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I had the story ready in the car. It's and okay. then It's all right. Work through it. It aff- obviously affected me so much. We're going to cut all this out, <laughs> by the way. You ever go pump gas, Chris? <laughs> I have uh, I have actually a lot of bits about gas I want to do tonight. <laughs> gas, well, <laughs> gas stations, <laughs> folks. <laughs> I've had a couple weird gas station things, so I'm actually excited you're talking about gas stations right now. I was at a Cumberland Farms this week, Chris. Local convenience store, uh, gas station type thing, what's, and what's uh, the employees are very friendly there. Apparently, it's a great place to work, from what I heard. Um, apparently, they get paid pretty well for you know low level retail employees oh cool uh and well above minimum wage i have to say Mm -hmm. anyway they say hello to you as soon as you walk in the door every Mm -hmm. single time which kind of bothers me but i don't like it i don't like it either because i'm not then i'm pressured to say hello back so Mm. yeah i don't like that either but i I don't yeah i I just don't care for in any store really i understand why they do it it's guest service you know that type of thing but anyway an employee said hello to me, and the interaction was just so weird, which I, I can't recall right now, but it was so weird. They did that thing that everybody does where somebody says, um, hey, uh, you know, how's it going today? And you, you have some sort of inappropriate response that doesn't match up with the question. Like Obviously, it was so remarkable to me that I remember it now, but... It's a uh, good story. It's um, an awful story. <laughs> and this is our fourth take at it, too, mm-hmm. but... but I'm just saying that's the only notable thing in my week. 
Really? So, yeah. Okay. Really. You want to hear about what happened to me at the gas stations? Do you really do have a gas I station? I do, actually. Okay, let's hear it. Um, the other day, I was trying to get... I usually take my laundry out now because my building has such crappy uh, washing or dryer machines. But I need to do something. And uh, so I was running errands and got some gas and uh, went into the store get an energy drink hmm. while pumping the gas and uh, to also see if maybe I could get two dollars and quarters from this guy okay and I'm walking up and down the beverage area and I'm trying to find like Red Bull and shit and there's no obvious case for like that kind of stuff okay and this dude behind the window or whatever is like what are you looking for and I was like oh just like energy drinks or whatever he very uh in my opinion, quite snidely, says it's in the uh, Red Bull fridge over here, which was like on the other side of the store, not anywhere near like the beverage wow. area. You know, wow, it was not a absurd mistake, <laughs> right? You know, but he acted like, "Hey, uh, dumbass, try the uh, Red Bull fridge, bitch." And I was like, "All right, it's a little sassy, but whatever." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I go okay. over and I grab, and he goes, "They're trying to make it easy on you." And I'm like, oh, okay. Like now we're really we're gonna we're gonna do this now. Now we're we're pumping up the dialogue. <laughs> yeah. Now. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, maybe you don't know who the fuck I am, buddy. But keep it up. Oh, Let's did you pull what... one of those? <laughs> I didn't say that internally. I was like, yeah, try and own man. Let's okay. see what happens. Okay. Okay. Mr. Mr. Big Gas Station man. Let's see what goes down here. You don't know me, but I I've own seen the movie more. Clerks. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. So good movie. <laughs> it is, yeah. I, I guess I seemed a little dour when I finally arrived with the Red Bull, because uh, then he repeated that they were trying to make it easy on me, and then kind of smiled as if it was like. So wait, he said that uh, twice. Yeah, the second time it felt like it was kind of sarcastic or something. I couldn't tell if he was trying to be like, "Oh, I was just kind of kidding" or what. I mean, that's not a funny thing to say in the first place, but okay. Yeah, like, it was hard to tell if he was joking about how it was placed weird or if oh, he was okay. making fun of me, I guess. Oh, okay. You know? And then so he rings me up, and I'm like, hey, is there any way that I, in my change I can get $2 of quarters instead of, uh, you know, two ones? <clears throat> and this guy's like, oh, ooh, ooh. It's like it's uh, Saturday it. night. And, you know, tomorrow's Sunday and the banks are closed. And I'm like, oh, that's no problem. Like, I was just going to go to this laundromat where I always steal quarters from anyway. But <laughs> yeah. I just thought if I was here, maybe you could help me out with, like, eight right. quarters. And he goes on and on. Oh, ooh, my, my boss is going to see this and she's going to be so mad. And I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And so he does all this stuff, and he gives me the quarters anyway. And he's like, yeah, here you go, man. And I'm like, you can just say no. Like, yeah. what the fuck is wrong with you Yeah, I mean, that's the purpose point? of the question. Was like, yeah. Hey, is there any way? <laughs> it's like, not I, like you went up there and said, give me, you know, give me eight quarters, bitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or like, I'm walking, and yeah. your fucking heart is coming with. Like, I was just so, like, he was so, he was complaining the whole time about how he was going to get reamed out for giving me eight quarters. And I'm like, um, then maybe don't give me eight quarters. I don't know. But if you're going to give me the eight quarter, that's my big gas station story was um, this guy was rude to me and then very weird about giving out eight quarters. Hmm. And like, why that's a weird would thing? That's a weird thing to be. His manager's going to be like, hold on a minute. Wait a minute. There should be eight more quarters in here. Richard. Did you give out change on a Saturday night when we know the banks are closed on Sunday? 
They're literally never going to do that. <laughs> I mean, he, and he went on and on about how he was going to get nailed for it. And I was just like, are you a fucking weirdo? My, like, <laughs> my, what my, is wrong with you? First of all, my understanding is that uh, the uh, fr- from having to work in retail... Right? Same, yeah, yeah. Yeah, is that all that matters is the cash drawer balances at the end of the shift, right? Absolutely. And I never counted, when I used to count cash drawers, I never counted the number of quarters. I just cared about, okay, does the number on the tape equal the number in the uh, in the till here? And I got to say, it's hard for me to believe that that retail operation doesn't have access to like a couple rolls of quarters. <laughs> I mean... Uh, seems a little spurious. I'm sure they have a safe. <laughs> with, yeah, like, with, I don't know. They've got a safe in a manager's office with, uh, you know, a whole bunch of rolls of quarters in there. But he acted if I was like, hey, do you mind if I just see your dick for a second? Like, I get, I'm a little nervous about a job interview, and that would really <laughs> chill me out. And he's like, oh, my, my manager's going to be really mad if I show you my dick. And I'd be like, come on, man, whatever, it's fine. Uh, well, you know, it's a Saturday night, and, you know, <laughs> Everyone's well, going to want to see my dick tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to take it out of church. <laughs> You know, it's it's a big Can't get too much oxygen on it. Yeah, yeah no, it's, no. The, the glistening yeah. will be diminished, and it turns red. <laughs> so that was that was that was weird for me. That is weird. That was a weird situation. Hmm. Um, I feel like another thing happened in a. Let me guess. Was it a mobile, or is it a? Yeah, it was a mobile yeah. on Eastern Ave. Yes, I knew it. With a car wash. Oh really? Yeah. I feel like mobiles are really weird. Yeah, I probably. Know. I don't know. They're all trash. Yeah. I just wanted to fucking Nas. I had to settle for a Red Bull like a fucking idiot. Yeah, that that low-rate energy drink. It really is, dude. It's not I a mean, good energy drink. Nas seems like garbage. Oh, it has the most caffeine of all of them. Does it? Oh, I've, I've flicked into this matter, my man. I believe you have. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, it's you know, an eventful week for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe your week was. Whew, yeah. Maybe your week was a little more intense than mine, but I don't know. That interaction was pretty weird for me. So it, 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 I, can I was I was shaken by it, which obviously again is why I rem- why so I rem- remember it so clearly. <laughs> God, I'm so pissed. I really was thinking about it in the car. Mm. And then I believe it was a good story. Like it wasn't. In, in your head, it was good. <laughs> um, yeah, in my head. <laughs> yeah. I might take a pee break. Good. And then we should watch the CNN. Thing. Good. Yeah, I'll get set up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're allowed. Thank you. Yeah, so I have not seen this yet. I, I guess we should move on now. But um, what would you like to move on to, Chris? <laughs> I got the CNN alert today, and um, I really wanted to watch it on the pod. Okay. And apparently, this uh, lawmaker in Georgia mm-hmm. says that uh, <laughs> if there is a tape of the president saying the N word. <laughs> Even there's a tape of the president saying the N-word many times or in many different situations. That's not really a problem because um, as the president, just by the nature of him being president, he is able to contempartmentalize that racism and his roles and responsibilities and duties as president, which, by the way, Trump has without fail upheld. 
And lots of critics will yes. be like, no, probably, maybe not, but <laughs> just a bunch of haters. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. As um, a famous person that we know once said, Trump derangement syndrome. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that would be Bo Davidson. <laughs> yes. How'd you guess? <laughs> um,. Yeah, so I was just, I wanted to watch this clip with Mike and maybe we would riff on a little bit. See, okay. Uh, how so, insane it is. So the title of the video is Georgia Lawmaker Stuns Blackwell with His Take. <laughs> and uh, so this is a sitting state senator, Michael Williams. I want to talk about um, uh, Omarosa and this book. She claims that she has heard the president use the N-word on recording multiple times. The president says he has it. The White House says we can't say one or the other. She can't guarantee. (laughs) So this is already awesome. This is CNN's Victor Blackwell, who is a black man Mm -hmm. with the name Blackwell. Pretty cool. That there is no recording. Would it matter to you if he had? Yes, it would matter. Uh, it would matter as as uh, as an individual. Mm-hmm. It would not necessarily matter to me as the person that is running our country. Uh, oh, the, 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 okay. This is a sitting senator, <laughs> Michael Williams of Georgia. I am way more concerned about a guy on a compound in Mississippi somewhere saying the N-word than I am the fucking most powerful the, guy on earth saying the, it. The, the, um, arguably the leader of the free world. Mm, yes. So uh, hold on. Let's get that take once again. Yeah, I just want to make sure. It, it, yes, it would matter. Uh, it would matter as, as, uh, as an individual. Mm-hmm. It would not necessarily matter to me as the person that is running our country. Uh, the, the, the reason I separate those two is how? I know. I, I, <laughs> okay. Okay. He has his personal beliefs. His personal. Well, wow, he looks very the, the upset. Look, the look on Victor Blackwell's face is—he looks fucking pissed. The contempt is quite apparent. Yeah, he's snarling at him, dude. He's yes, mad as but hell. I truly believe he is able to separate those from how he is running the country. So you say this is an important point here. Yeah. That for you as a man, Donald Trump using the N-word, you personally would have a problem with that. Yes. But you don't have a problem with the office of the president using the N-word. He did not use the N-word as the office of the president. In, in that office, he used it outside his personal so life. Was, now, if he was... Ooh, I would guarantee he's using it in that office. Yeah, and I gotta say, what an awesomely... It's fun to get kind of a preview of the talking points that are going to be rolled out when the uh, N-word tape invariably absolutely surfaces. That's such a mealy-mouthed response. Like, yeah, well, dude. you know, it's not... Uh, he, he wasn't the president when he said it. Imagine going on TV and saying that. So... What they're saying is that anything that this guy does outside of him being the president doesn't matter. It's like day one of him being president, that's when that's when the, the, the scoreboard is uh, lit up. That's when the clock starts. By the way, luckily for the Republicans and quite unfortunately for the Democrats, uh, Donald Trump really hasn't done anything racist while president. No, not at all. They will never be able to nail it. There's not that. one thing they can get. Yeah, so that's too bad. Uh, yeah. It seems like kind of a flailing move president and he goes on tv and uses the n-word yes i would have a major problem with that but he did it before he was president victor brackle so, so pissed it, wait a minute he did it before <laughs> he was president so it's it's okay again no i never said it was okay 
again, it's it always wrong for me individually. Yes. But, but as the president... What is the distinction you're creating here with the N-word? That there's one situation in which I have a problem with it, but there's another one that it's no, okay. No, I always have a problem with the use of it. Okay. I want Victor Blackwell to say, look, just say it. Just say it. <laughs> I know you're dying to say <laughs> I know, it. I know it's what you're thinking. Yeah. In fact, you're writing it down right now. Yeah. I think uh, I I do have a problem with it, but if he said it before he was president, then Ooh. it's I, like so. But it's still a problem. But he said it before he was president, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't have a problem with Donald Trump having used it in the past as my president. I would always oh. say using it is wrong and it's bad and should never be. Okay, that seems really hard to reconcile with what yeah. you just said. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on. We're gonna go back. We're gonna go back. Because this guy, this guy is being so mealy-mouthed. <laughs> this is <that> awesome. <laughs> he looks like a dumbass. Too, oh, yeah. 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 No, I always have a problem with the use of it. Okay. I don't have a problem with Donald Trump having used it in the past as my president. I would always say using the N-word is wrong and is bad and should never be uh, accepted in our society. But, uh, so he's saying that he would never accept it. But Donald Trump said it before he was president. So, so he'd accept it. I kind of accept it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of confused by what he's saying. Let me just hear it one more time because I'm really, <laughs> I'm serious. I think he's trying to say, like, I, I think it's bad, but, like, not that bad. Well, I think it's, uh, yeah, like, I think it's bad. But if he said it, I don't have a problem with it. Pretty much, I think that's, yeah. But there's another one that it's no, okay. No, I always have a problem with the use of it. Okay, okay. Have I don't have a problem with Donald Trump having used it in the past as my president. Okay, so you don't always have a, a problem with it then. So he's like you cool. said, you said you you always have a problem with it. Mm. But then in the same sentence, he says, "I don't have a problem with." It's like, it's like wait a minute, wait a minute. Maybe they teach English a little differently <laughs> down there in Georgia. Uh, oh, but what? Uh, I mean, I, um, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't. I mean, like, yeah, it's it's a little weird to me that he's saying that he never accepts it, but he said it before he was president, so it's a little different. Some people might say that the stuff you do before you're president is kind of a reflection of maybe your general character. I can't imagine someone's entire life leading up to be president would somehow have an influence on their presidency. You don't get you you don't get elected in a vacuum. That's right, right? buddy. So I don't know. I always say using the N word is wrong and is bad and should never be uh, accepted in our society. Okay, but just because wrong. he might have done it years ago, not as our president, doesn't mean that we need to continue to berate him because he used it. Wow. Just because we hung some black people, you know, back in the day, doesn't mean that, you know. We have to berate him. Yeah, we don't have to keep bringing it up in history books and, you know, um, things like that. Yeah, this also happened in, like, the aughts. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> like. It was that long ago. <laughs> like, during the you know, Civil this War. Was, this was like. <laughs> This was like six years ago. Like so, Obama you know, was president, dog. Like what the fuck? <laughs> it's kind of uh, kind of an edgy thing to say at the time, I would say. Uh, and and also, let's, let's go back in time. Okay. How old is Donald Trump? Seventy years old. Seventy-two. Seventy-two. Sixty, fifty years ago. We were not in the society that we are yes. in now, where people freely yes. use that word. We're not, not talking that it was about good. a six. Oh, I can't. I can't God. believe he went there. We were just. We just were joking about it. He went right to it. We really haven't watched this. So he went right to it. (laughs) I can't believe it. (laughs) Oh, my God. God. Damn, he just went right for it. Wow. 
18-year-old Donald Trump were using the N-word. We're talking about potentially a 55, 60, 65-year-old Donald Trump using Do you know the how word. old he is when he, when he uses it? I don't know how old he is. No, I, but my I, I question don't is, but, why but does it well, you? Yeah, 72. Is, yeah, it's when he was on The Apprentice, so like pretty 70? recently. Yeah. <laughs> this is 68? Hey, if he's if 16 say, or if he's 60, This is not where I expected know. this conversation to go, Senator. So let me, <laughs> it's I not? don't want to go to military. But the idea that I have a state official sitting across from me saying right now that I'm okay with my president having used it because it happened before he was in office. I mean, Tell me to, if I'm getting to, this to, wrong. To be clear, to be clear, mm -hmm. personally, it is always wrong. Uh -huh. It's always wrong okay. to use Person. that word. But... As the president today, <laughs> he has not used that word. As the president, well, oh, I mean, mm. he's got you there, Blackwell. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? he seems to think this is a really substantial yeah. distinction, but uh, yeah. I do not think Blackwell is having this. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can keep saying personally. I think it's always wrong, but it's like. It's like, do you, though? Because today he has not done that. To hold somebody accountable for something he did years ago as our president today, I, I think it sets a, a, yeah. a bad precedent. So hey, if the um, tape comes out. Remember when Obama was president? Mm, I do. Yeah. Uh, he, for like eight years, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm no Obama booster. You know, I definitely have my critiques of the man. Sure. Uh, it seems like maybe this standard might be a little inconsistently applied. How so, Chris? Well, you know, I do think that the entire time they were calling him like a tribal Muslim communist. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they were like, oh, that was before he was president and now he's president. So he magically is OK now. Right. Yeah. Right. I think they kind of implied very strongly that he was trying to be a Muslim communist <laughs> in uh, the White House. Hey, remember when Bill Clinton raped that woman? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, I mean... That was before he was president, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, who gives a shit, man? Yeah. It was the 70s, Hey, you know, live and, live and learn, right? This is kind of deviating a bit, but remember when Wonka basically was like, so what if he raped her? Yeah. That was a good article, yeah, Rebecca, you fucking idiot. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Your defense is to hold him accountable today for what he said when he was a television host is a bad precedent? I, I think you can set up for a lot of bad things, yeah. Okay. Um, wow. That, yeah, yeah that's pretty the end interesting. Of the clip, yeah. And uh, he kind of slams the table, just like, bless your heart, you fucking racist yeah. piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, like, what the <laughs> fuck? Dude, they were. Uh, he wasn't born here. They, they were trying to fucking go after his birth. Oh, you're talking about Obama? Yeah. And it's okay. just like they were constantly trying to say that he was. Yeah, like, yeah. You know what I really love is the um, picture. That people pass around, which you can tell immediately, immediately, just by a glance, whether or not a person is just a piece of shit. When you see the avatar of Obama with like a cigarette that's like been photoshopped into his mouth. That's the picture I'm talking about. That picture is like widely circulated. Yeah, that is fake. That's how you I can tell. I guess I've never seen it that close. And I didn't see like the other person in there that kind of makes it a little more obviously fake yeah i've only just seen him like kind of by himself with it in there like from afar and it's like oh he's smoking like wow nobody does that <laughs> yeah certainly no a black guy does red state that. dudes that means that he's a muslim communist um socialist um you know 
pig fucker, you know, like that kind of thing. Definitely not the thing that everyone talks about down south is how expensive cigarettes are up north. It's that never comes up. They definitely don't f- fucking obsess and talk about it constantly. I mean, nobody you know, on the, the south of the Mason Dixon line has ever made money uh, selling uh, tobacco or yeah, no, anything like that. I mean, that's not definitely not how families got rich down there. Yeah, and uh, that and slavery. Republicans you know? really do not like tobacco. No, no, they hate very, it. Yeah. yeah, there's always uh, legislation against it, and um, you know when the when the tobacco companies say, "Hey, can you?" Help us out a little bit. You know, Republican senator is always like, fuck no. Like, I'm not going to get attached to that. No way. Well, the industry, um, yeah, um, uh, they just went to the Democrats and were like, the Republicans are trying to make cigarettes illegal. Yeah. And Obama was like... He actually had two at a time, actually. Not today, my bitch. He yeah. Was, he was being hardcore yeah. about it. You know that uh, file photo of Homer Simpson where he has like a hundred cigarettes in his mouth? Yes. Um, that's actually a real photo of Obama. Yeah. That they were yeah. referencing. Yeah, they yeah. actually lightened the skin to yellow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, just as a little joke. And uh, people don't know that. That's too bad. Yeah, that's bad. That's a bummer. <laughs> oh, bummer. You might say. Oh, you might. Do you remember that? Oh, bummer. All the stupid fucking names. Oh, bummer. What's it supposed to mean, you think? Yeah, hard to tell. Hard to tell. You think they, they, people think he was Irish? <laughs> <laughs> um, Should we watch the bow thing? Yes. That's our bow content for the yes. week. I mean, as everyone knows, I am in love with Bo, our large son, who Ooh. is beautiful. Yeah, that big, beautiful boy. <sighs> I'm so proud of him and everything he's accomplished um, since he we called love me him. gay and threatened to fight me and... Now he's on the TV, and the Daily Blast Live, the show he's on now, uh, has tweeted this out approximately a dozen times, and I've been kind of busy and meaning to watch it, and I was at work the other day, and they tweeted it again, and I was like, I'll start watching it, and I literally, literally, three seconds in, paused it, because I was screaming laughing, (laughs) and I was like, I have to watch this on the show. In fact, I think that I actually IM'd you about it when I saw it. (laughs) And I watch it, and I watch it all the way through, and I'm like, I think I sort of narrated it for Chris a little bit. This is a fucking great video. So, so it's basically there's meet meet our host Bo. Yeah, meet Bo, meet Bo Davidson. Hell yeah. Yes. I don't uh, think any of my work is included in this. Well, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. One of our newest hosts, Bo Davidson, has been with us for a few weeks now, but many of you are asking, who is he? What makes him tick? (laughs) We decided to get to the bottom to meet Bo Davidson. Not black people. My name is Bo Davidson, (laughs) but I was born Alan. So the first shot that made me turn it off is like this, uh, these photos of him as he, what is he like 12 there or something? He's going to be like under, under. Uh, all ten. <laughs> like, you think so? Yeah. He's gonna be about ten, maybe. He definitely. Ten, he's ten he's to like 12. younger than a teenager, but yeah. not like a little kid. He's a tween, you might say. Yeah, and he is in like overalls and like a really preppy sweater, and then like a really dorky cowboy outfit, and they look like these little kid uh, promo photos. And yeah. like, holy shit! Just to look at these is quite uh, a treat. Yeah. 
I'm glad to see he was, uh, you know, just just the hairstyle was just as good as uh, back then and, as it uh, was now. I just want to say this is uh, this is the guy who's a huge homophobe. He's got the big bowl cut here too. It's yeah, right. um, and mm-hmm. he, this is a very uh, masculine thing to do. But I'm just gonna say <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, posing in overalls with no shirt on. As a 10-year-old. Um, yeah, as a 10-year-old, yeah. You look pretty strong. Yeah, with and, uh, uh, bare feet on a haystack. That's got to hurt, actually. The, the hay is kind of pointy. Yeah. Well, so that were his parents trying to make him a child star or something? Like, what would motivate them to take these oh, kind of God. promotional photos of a I don't know. dumb-looking boy? Uh, he's in, So he's my age. He's like 37. Um, um, so yeah, he's about our age. I don't know exactly what. Sorry, I so, know this is loud. No, I know. No, it's fine. Um, he's that's fine. I'm gonna cut this out anyway. <laughs> so, all right, here we go with the video. Okay. But I was born Alan Brown Davidson the third. I grew up the in third. Memphis, Tennessee. So now he's now he's in a suit posing in front of. Uh, Not only is he's in a double-breasted jacket, which is like the douchiest jacket he can possibly <laughs> wear. He, he looks like tan. He looks like he's gonna board a yacht. Yeah, he's got white pants on, white shoes. He's got the face that's like, eh, I'm disinterested in all this. Yeah, he's got some really cool sunglasses on. Honestly, it looks like he's sitting in front of a limousine. Maybe he's at a wedding or something as a little kid. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, sorry. I have no brothers and sisters. I'm an only child, which I know is a lot of people say. Well, that makes sense. My I was actually just gonna say that makes sense. It does make sense. <laughs> wow. But. Yeah. Okay. Also, that well, that makes sense. My mom put me in classical old Suzuki piano lessons at age. Whoa, four. whoa, 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 t- whoa! I was in I was in Suzuki lessons when I was a little kid. Were too. you? I was. Yeah, I learned okay. violin when I was like a little kid. Wow, that's very unsettling, Bo. <laughs> Please do not talk more about Suzuki. So he's got this little conductor hat on. Mm. And he's uh, or a little. Um, you know, like uh, not a conductor hat, a, like a uh, newsy hat. Newsy hat, thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's tinkling on the piano. <laughs> yeah, and he looks very uh, unhappy. Can't tell if he's like joking to his mom or genuinely unhappy. Mm, yeah. Hmm. I you think his parents saw him and like I don't think I want to have any more kids. <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah. they can't turn out like can't, him. Can't imagine why he was an only child. Suzuki mm. piano lessons at age four. She gave me a toy piano. For Christmas <laughs> yes. There are pictures of me. Oh no, Bo! So there's a picture of him yeah. playing the piano, a little toy piano, while, while he's on the toilet. That's kind of cute. Seems perhaps staged by his parents, but <sighs> yeah, he's yeah. also like not a toilet trained age at all. <laughs> he looks pretty old for his parents to be taking a picture of him on the toilet. To yeah. be honest, I mean, really, if this, if this, <laughs> now I think. Look, look, let's be honest. I think. Our, all of our parents have taken pictures of us on the toilet. Sure, of course. Some of us, uh, yeah. you know, when we were two. Some of us, like, last week. <laughs> but. Mom, um, I still need those. I know Grandma died, but come on. Let's get it together. I'm going to need those toilet pics. I think they're going to have a little picture board up at the uh, the memorial <laughs> service. And <laughs> I think your so, that actually, picture yeah. will be front and center. You and the shitter. <laughs> <laughs> Why would that picture be at the funeral? Uh, that's a great question. What a weird family. <laughs> that would be a strange. So this is grandma's favorite picture. Of yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is the know. only picture she had of you. <laughs> <laughs> my parents had a, a picture of me reading a newspaper on, mm. on the toilet. Yeah. My parents have a picture of me at two on the computer, which is like some heavy nerdy shit. That is. Yeah. Yeah. But Bo, I wasn't on the toilet though. Not playing the piano. That's no, for sure. No. Yeah. No. My pants were on when my parents <laughs> took that photo. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously, he looks way too old for a Christmas <laughs> gift. There are pictures of me dragging that piano into the bathroom and sitting on the toilet playing it. And um, I've sung ever since. That's a weird transition. Yeah. So, uh, you know, my, my parents took some borderline abusive pictures of me. <laughs> <laughs> and I've sung ever since. Boy, was that a lasting impression. Ah, boy, oh boy. So now it talks about his time at Northwestern. Okay. I went for four years to Northwestern, graduated, did a lot of musical theater. My girlfriend and I met, we'd like to say it was a better story than this, but it was through Bumble. This girl... Through Bumble. I'm not, I'm not a millennial, so I don't know what that is. So Bumble is a dating app with a little bit of a twist. What's the twist? Is that only women can initiate conversation hmm. because uh, they tend to be kind of... So you can imagine a bit of a hornet's nest for women, uh, some of these online da- dating sites, but kind of puts women in control. It's a good, uh, good idea. Hmm. I see. Yeah. Wrote me because the girl had to do first time Bumble, and she said, hey there, Wildcat. Well, I thought that was kind of like a compliment. She was referring to my school because we have the same school. What? Oh. Can you believe it? Northwestern is such a tiny school that no one goes to... Also, I gotta say, this is another unsettling fucking parallel, but my girlfriend now of like three years and I also went to the same college but didn't know each other at the time. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, so I'm serious. You didn't know her at the time? Uh, no. You have yeah. like mutual friends, though, don't you? Or? That was kind of how we met later. Oh, yeah. wow. That's weird. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Let's just keep going. Something I'm very passionate about is our armed forces and our veterans. And that Fucking inspired hell. me to write a song called Blessed. We are <laughs> Here are five things Wait. most people... That's awesome. <laughs> it's just it's awesome. Like, I love our armed forces. That's why I wrote this song. Next, and it just immediately cuts to the yeah, next segment. That's it. Oh, boy. Five things about Bo. Hmm. He do sucks. We, do we try to guess? <laughs> He's got a shitty haircut. Yep. He dresses really weird. Loves talking on the phone. <laughs> Doesn't uh, know where New York is. Uh. <laughs> Loves uh, beer. Uh, excuse me, beads. Loves beads. Yeah, especially around his wrist. Mm. Okay. Mm. Number five. People don't know about me. Number one. Oh, fuck. I was classically trained in opera, which means I sing it professionally. But sometimes okay. I sing it randomly in Walmart. You know that one? So uh, he's in an obviously not staged uh, video where he's uh, standing in front of some backpacks trying to freak out the old people. With so, opera. I was going to say, like, actually, his, his operatic singing was better than his normal singing. Well, no, I mean, that's why I said, like, man, we can't slam him for that, but... Yeah, but so now he's, like, I guess doing some kind of, like, uh, prank video where yeah. he sings opera at Walmart. Yeah. Wow, what a fucking rat. You're crazy, dude. He's the man on the street. Yeah, well, people are going to be like, what is that, opera? What? Mm. Get the fuck out of yeah. here. This is crazy. What are you, opera man? Hey, this is a Walmart. We don't do that kind of shit here. You don't, you don't sing opera in a Walmart and be like, I'm an artist. I can do what I want. Bloody ball! And it'll be like, I'm calling the cops. And it'll be like, do it. Bo, I ever, love cops. Bo, you ever bring a gun to an opera show? <laughs> 
his own his own guns his, his fucking biceps that's at the end he does the um he does the aria and then oh, right in the air no yeah oh boy and he says yeehaw <laughs> i hope like, that happens like yosemite sam That'd be yeah. awesome. I can't believe this is like half done only. I know. I <laughs> There's know. so much shitty crap. I know. It it's so bad. Oh my god. So he starts singing <laughs> opera to this old lady who immediately walks away. Yeah. I guess that's funny. Somehow. In a not staged video at yeah, all. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. seem staged. No. Oh, number two. I received the 2013 10 Outstanding Young Americans Award. It's worth it. Are you fucking kidding me, bro? Are you seriously shitting me right now? Holy crap, you fucking moron. Do you have any sense of, like, any self-awareness, even remotely, you fucking staggering dipshit? I'm laughing so hard at this, and I'm lightheaded. <laughs> the recipient of, quote, 10 Outstanding Young Americans Award. Dude, like, anyone gives shit. Just 10. Just 10. He wants to, uh just impress people all the time and he has no idea that uh, no one's gonna give a shit about that <laughs> he has no idea that everybody thinks he's a f dumb fuck yeah and like he I think he knows he's a dumb fuck which is why he has to so desperately yeah. prove he's not but I notice he's got the Donald Trump eye makeup going on too like the you mm. know that sort of yeah. that might be the show but okay oh know. thanks Chris just being fair yeah Oh, fair. Okay. Don't want to don't want to drag the poor guy. Oh yeah, I know. We don't want to shit on him. It's <laughs> given to ten people every year under the age of forty. Some of my biggest heroes have won this award. Under the age of forty is not young. Mm, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. That's not a young American. Like under the age of thirty, probably, but that's even borderline. Thirty, 30, 30 is still young. Thirties are well. You're over it. So <laughs> continue. The time. What is this award shaped like, by the way? Yeah, I really want to know why he won it, because at the time he won it, I don't think he... I mean, what did he do? What did he do? What? Did, why do you have this? That would be the better thing to put in your little fucking video, is why you have this little blowjob award. What is it? Why do you have it, Bo? It does kind of look like a big dick, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Hmm, interesting. He's really... Uh, I don't even know. I don't know. Oh, I see. It's supposed to be hands. Oh, okay. So that's a weird-looking award. Oh, I see it now. See it? I see yeah. it now, yeah. yeah. Um, see, it just looks like a jellyfish on top of, like, a fire or something, you know? But I'm, <laughs> and I'm just like, well, that seems cruel. You've actually. seen Arrested Development, right? Yes. It looks like that monument to, like, reunited fathers. <laughs> 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 like those two hands <laughs> reaching for each other. <laughs> yes. yes, it does. Oh, my God, Bo. You're such Four a People like man. Elvis Presley, my favorite quarterback, Peyton Manning. Number two. Three. Wait a minute, I'm wait a minute. <laughs> I mean, like, so... Yeah. Come on, man. Hold on. There's gotta be something going on with this award. How the fuck did... people every year under the age of 40. Some of my biggest Not heroes young. have won this award. People like Elvis Presley. My favorite quarterback, Peyton Manning. Number three. How did he win this award? <laughs> I don't know. He didn't do anything like Elvis Presley or Peyton Manning. You know, he doesn't explain that. I got, I got a trophy once at soccer. Yeah, I showed up for soccer practice. Yeah. These people must hate Bo so much, dude. I've appeared on a couple of soaps, such as Days of Our Lives and guest starred on Bold and the Beautiful. I had a very small part in Gilmore Girls. Yes! <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh, my God! <laughs> oh, yes! I had a very sweet... He knows he can't get away with it. This was in 2004. Uh, this featured prominently this, in my takedown article. Of, this, uh, 
This clip will be the entirety of his appearance in Gilmore Girls. So okay. just to set the scene, I, I'm sure a lot of our listeners know about his Gilmore Girls appearance in which he said he guest starred on it. I guest think, starred on it. I think he even says that in this video. He says he guest starred on Gilmore Girls? think so let's listen okay sorry beautiful i had a very small part in gilmore girls and i didn't realize how big that show was hey throw it back no i need my ball you need a couple of them pal number four oh uh, i was wrong sorry it's just like a beach volleyball scene and that was it that was the entirety of his guest star appearance. two lines that's it and um they weren't the, even delivered that well no they were delivered horribly and also uh he he himself on his materials said he guest starred on the Gilmore Girls. Yes. Which I asked a bunch of people that I know who are actors or whatever. And I was like, what's your take on that? And they were like, he would be, I think more accurately described as a featured extra, like an extra who has like some incidental lines. Right. Um, Guest starring is typically someone who is so famous that they are, not only prominently featured in the episode, but are like recognized as someone who is a celebrity. If you look up uh, on Google, Bo Davidson guest star Gilmore Girls. Yeah, he himself has about three videos of the same clip. Yeah, on his YouTube channel, and it's such a shitty clip. Um, Bo and and mm-hmm. one of the videos from Bo Davidson's YouTube channel. Says Bo Davidson guest stars on Gilmore Girls. There you go. Yeah, it's from April twenty third, twenty fifteen. And he didn't. He knew he couldn't get away with that here. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. He acted in Hallmark. Start on recent yeah. Hallmark and Up TV movies such as The Ultimate Legacy with Lee Merriweather, as well as Runaway Romance, where the great Tatum O'Neill plays my mom. And well, can I go back to this? So mm-hmm. he was in a Hallmark movie. In Hallmark movies. Movies. Does that look like a... Um, yeah, he looks like he's in the Confederacy. Is it Confederacy or is that Union? It's blue. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I guess you're probably right. Right, Confederacy. Would they, didn't they wear like brown, I think, brown jackets or reddish jackets? I don't know. It's definitely a Civil War uh, I mean, I was going to say, it's, it's, it's like. sort of weird that he's in the Union side. I mean, I think that he would be on the other side, right? Yeah, since he's a yeah, white okay. genocide guy, yeah. Folks. As well as Runaway Romance, where the great Tatum O'Neill plays my mom. And five, I think I'm the only guy to have oh. been able to get then-candidate oh. Donald Trump and Ben Carson on stage together oh. for a performance. Pretty darn good dad dancing. Holy... DBL Nation, I appreciate you welcoming me here. I, I had to take my headphones off for that because it was... <laughs> Chris, are you okay? I'm stunned, Michael. <laughs> I froze actually, in the absolute that you'd amazement. actually that you'd actually feature that in a uh, like a a sizzle reel for yourself. <laughs> Does anyone who works? I mean, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to drag everyone at Daily Blast live. I mean, we've all had weird jobs and stuff, but. <laughs> Does anyone like look into this shit? Does anyone, is anyone like, oh, I wonder, I should probably Google this before we put it on TV oh. and tweet it a thousand times. The uh, time he sung to Trump and Ben Carson, <laughs> was he was so uniformly and widely dragged by so many fucking people. Yeah. 
It was just a cringy. I think even Ben Carson and Donald Trump were uncomfortable. Oh, that was the best part because he's like belting it out and Donald Trump um, genuinely looks like he wishes he was fucking dead. Right. And uh, I think he he gets a I don't know. So if you look up on uh, Google, Bo Davidson sings for Trump. Mm. The first results. Donald Trump gets serenaded with the most awkward song ever. (laughs) Donald Trump, Ben Carson dance as a man sings a pro-Trump song. It's a stand by me. It's not a pro-Trump singer. Bo Davidson says Carson enjoyed the song and dance. Yeah, he doubled down and was like, yeah, they definitely started swaying. Um, Donald Trump and Ben Carson awkwardly swayed together as a man sung to them. Trump gets awkwardly serenaded. Awkward serenade. Awkward Stand By Me cover. Cringeworthy Stand By Me cover. I mean, watch this video of Trump. This is on Mediate. Watch this video of Trump grimacing and trying to dance. I just sent you on Gchat the um, the oh. contemporaneous clip that I included in that article I wrote about Bo back in the day. Just give you a sense of how uh, it was actually received at the time. And also to give you a sense of how hilarious it is that Bo would include this in his five things you don't know about Bo. If this happened to me, it would be like Ryan putting his glove photo um <laughs> <laughs> the one example of your work that you do not want anybody <laughs> yeah. to know about is like the one thing that like I try to hide from everyone. He's like, that's my last fact about me. So this is the link that you sent me. Mm-hmm. I presume it's going to be bad. Well, so it's from what's trending. Yeah, it's just kind of a you know like a viral news YouTube click thing, but. This is from the time when Bo actually performed for the president, and this is how it was covered. (sighs) When the night has come, yeah, and the land is dark. This weekend, Donald Trump made an appearance at a fundraiser for the Palm Beach County Republican Party. After Mm. being praised, he was assaulted by what looked like every HGTV host ever. Singer Bo Davidson serenaded (laughs) Trump and Ben Carson with what felt like a three-hour-long performance of Stand By. Trump clearly looks like he wants to die during this performance while swaying like a sixth grader at a middle school dance. That's such a great description of it. He does look like he's just swaying and like... Davidson remembers it a little differently, however. He said, Mr. Trump had a huge smile on his face. He grooved to the beat and even joined the chorus once he heard his name in the lyrics. Oof. He's talking about this. Come on. So Donald, Donald <laughs> and Donald's just like very awkwardly, barely mouthing it. That's not grooving to the beat. That's being oh. nice at your kid's piano recital. <laughs> this guy, Bo Davidson, is a country music singer with a modest hit in 2007 called More Than I Can Give. Just for fun, here's our favorite sentence from his Wikipedia page. In May yes. 2009, Davidson was featured on Oprah due to their mutual love of Skype. What? <laughs> yeah. Why? Uh, let's play that clip. Many of you are also putting this Jetson's technology to good use yourselves. Nashville songwriter Bo Davidson plugs in and 
co-write songs with people all over the globe. Uh, why can't I be on Oprah? I have a love of Skype. Let's look at some comments. Wolf Davis said, who is this guy and why wasn't he tackled by security? <laughs> it really looks like he just walked up there and was like, I need to do this. Blake said, not at all awkward to many people. Now how this song truly means to all who live on this planet, and I think it is beautiful. What? What? <laughs> I guess that is kind of the end of the clip. Yeah. But, mm. Yeah, it, uh, he was pretty widely panned for that. I would love to have Bo on the show, honestly. Wouldn't you? Yes. Wouldn't that be awesome? A hundred percent. And just like, just too bad he's blocked us both. <laughs> I think one day we will. Yeah? Yeah, that's my hope. Like, maybe just, like, as a reconcile. Like, come on. Bo, like, whatever, man. And then he'll never call in. He'll say he owned us. <laughs> um, and then I, we'll just be mad forever. Like, like Edit this out. Why are you talking <laughs> about that? Unbelievable. Talking about what? That's just a made-up situation. <laughs> So, uh, Bo's a cool guy. I yeah. really like Bo. Um, it's fun because I, I, I've mentioned this many times, but on Tweet Deck, I have a column of all of Bo Davidson's mentions. And it's like every week, it's usually like one kind of group who is uh, angry at him. And like a couple weeks ago, it was like people of color that were really mad at him because he was talking about, I think, like uh, standing for the pledge. And what was it? Oh, no, it was like calling 911 on people. He was, he was like... It was oh. the coupon... Yeah, he defended coupon Carl. Um, and now this week, everyone's really mad in the uh, LGBT... Yeah, we covered Q that community. last week, right? Did we? The cheerleading... Oh, yeah, we did. You're right. Yeah. But uh, he's still getting mentions about it. Like, today, I saw someone was trying to get hashtag uh, fire Bo Davidson going. And yeah. I don't I mean, know, man. Yeah, I don't know. At this rate, it's not looking good from my prediction <laughs> that he's gonna be, he's gonna be uh, done by Labor Day. Isn't it? Well, I mean, what's weird is uh, they still don't really include him on photos of like the whole crew or whatever. They don't. I I feel like they're hedging their bets a little bit. Yeah, I I really hate him so much. <laughs> I like, I don't know like. I don't really hate people that much, but to me, he's just endlessly funny. Mm. He did did kind of threaten to kick my ass for saying his obviously bad music is bad. And Bo, I'm going to be honest with you, never heard you sing opera before. I was kind of surprised by your uh, capacity. I mean, there. look, his it, it, his opera singing wasn't bad. It really, I mean, it was like it, a second. He probably should <laughs> probably should have stuck with that. Opera's hard to sing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. You got to belt it out. You got to like scream that shit. Mm -hmm. mm. I don't know. Well, that's opera. Yeah, it's yeah weird that's what they say. It's weird you're classically trained and then write these little four chord yeah. ditties about why the military is good. You write shit. Yeah, it's weird that you've been exposed to so much good art and yet. <laughs> write shitty music. Nah, that's so weird. Why would that happen? I don't know. I don't know. What else do we have to talk about? <laughs> That's kind of the end. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> it's kind of a shitty episode. Yeah. I mean, my my dang grandma died. I you know we didn't have. Time. I told you we don't have to do a show today. No, but I mean, people deserve a show. You know, but maybe I think they do, 100%. but yeah. Hmm. Man, my YouTube history is pretty frightening. Yeah, lots of uh, ass shaking videos. And they don't have those on YouTube. Yeah, of course they do. Um, lots of things about the space shuttle. There's actually really good videos of uh, inside mission control when... <laughs> the Challenger blew up? Is that what you're going to say? Uh, actually, there is one video of that. 
But, um, One really good video of that. Of the of inside mission control. Mm, that was a, that was As, a good video. Huh? It's interesting to see how they handle it. Yeah. I mean. The uh, explosion of the aircraft that killed everyone inside. They're like they're like watching it on TV while it happens. Like, but how do they react? Um, they laughed. <laughs> like, haha, goofed him, <laughs> got him. Like, one less teacher in the world. <laughs> I'm so sick of these teachers telling yeah. us stuff. You know, I grew up in New Hampshire. Especially one so, from New Hampshire. Yeah, Kristen McAuliffe is like a, a Islamic martyr for New Hampshire, essentially. They have that planetarium named after her. I was really, you know... I mean, yeah, that's, that's a cool lady. That sucks she died. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, it sucks that she died. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it sucks that she died in the space shuttle, especially. But it's like that's New Hampshire's one. Actually, you know what? New Hampshire also was the birthplace of the first American Christ? in space. And also Christ. The What's birthplace of the first American in space. I forget his name. John Glenn? Yeah, John Glenn actually was born in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. No shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And now he's dead. And now he's dead. Yeah. That's uh that's true. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um <clears throat> why is that funny? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> He is, he is dead, yeah. That's factual. <laughs> that's very true. Well, that's funny. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's hilarious, yeah. We could, we really got a, um, uh, a show thinking about the bright side. Yeah. You know, grandma's dying, um, mm-hmm. you know, other deaths from New Hampshire, uh, the orbiters breaking up in space. Right, right. Fuck right. teachers, essentially. Yeah, yeah. teachers deserve Yeah, I mean, that's really, wow, what an uplifting show. It's been a... Uh, and Bo Davidson. And Bo Davidson, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what is more depressing. <laughs> um, Who do we want to bring on the show, you think? Um, Donald Trump. Okay. Pepe the Frog. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely, like, the cast of Full House. The whole cast? Every... You think the Olsen twins will do it? Well... Normally, no, but I'll be like, yo. What if we got one of the twins, and then they just pretended they were the other twin? Yeah, like how, yeah. They would probably feel comfortable with that. And then get Danny Tanner on there, I'll be like, yo, man, you can um, you could talk about tits yeah. and shit the whole yeah, time. Yeah, you dick. Yeah. yeah be like, and I'd be like, oh, awesome. He's, he's a really filthy comedian. Yeah. He's a gross I'm, I can't decide if he's funny or not, though. He's not. <laughs> he's not funny. But he'll come on the show anyway. And I'll be like, hey, Danny, uh, why don't you clean my apartment, you fucking weirdo? You fucking compulsive cleaning weirdo. I'll be like, okay, I love my daughters. I'll be like, you're a fucking loser. Go on your TV show, you fucking bitch. Your wife is dead. What a loser. Yeah, that's what I would say to Danny fucking Tanner. Piece of shit. Yeah, raise your daughters as a single father, you little bitch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. Danny Tanner sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking loser. <clears throat> um, I usually hate clickhole. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. but I just saw uh, one of your Twitter friends um, retweeted something from clickhole, and it did make me laugh. Actually, okay. mm-hmm. uh, clickhole, by the way, is a verified account. Um, <laughs> yeah, epic clapback. Wendy's posted a sassy tweet about Burger King freezing its beef. 
<laughs> and the CEO of Burger King responded with a video of him killing himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a funny clickhole uh, tweet. The clickhole is awesome, man. Yeah. I think so. Uh, how do you feel about the president saying the N word? <laughs> is it never it. okay? No, I love it. But you're okay with it. I just, why? <clears throat> Folks, that's called a callback. Uh, yeah, like, that's that's cool. I I can imagine a 70 year old white guy saying the N word all the time and then suddenly becoming really powerful and being like, you know what? Uh, I'm not super validated in everything I've done up to this point. Uh, I'm just going to stop saying the N-word. <laughs> I feel like that's probably not hmm. not real. And, uh, you know, heard uh, heard some things about The Apprentice. <laughs> no. <coughs> no. No. I have reason to believe the, uh, no. the N-word tape is real. I'm just going to throw it out there. And uh, you don't have to believe me. You can think I'm Tom Arnold. You are kind of know some stuff. No, and it's real. It's real, <laughs> and it's going to come out, and it's going to be awesome. We cannot do this. I'm not saying. Oh. I'm confirmed. I don't have the tapes. Uh, if there are any lawyers out there that would like to represent me, they're fucking real guys. They're real as shit. Chris, you're sporting a very nice haircut. Thank you very much. Mm, it was yeah. an eight thousand dollar haircut. Why do I feel like that, that that sounds familiar, like a story about a really expensive haircut? Hmm. Sounds very familiar to me. $8,000 haircut? Whatever. An expensive haircut. Like involving me or someone else? Obviously not involving you. You've never paid for a haircut in your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just kind of beg and beg. And yeah. Just, all right, kid, go away. The barber's like, okay, come here, buddy. I do distinctly remember the last time I went to a stylist. Oh, really? Yes. It was uh, right before a job interview. World War II? No, uh, World War One, actually. Oh. Yeah. I was actually yeah. there for one Franz Ferdinand got... Um, murked. Got, yeah, got murked, and I said, you know what? This would make a great band name, actually. Yeah. And then I became the bassist. Oh. I was going to say, then you forgot about it, and then joined the war, and were like mustard gassed, and then a bunch of millennials stole that idea from me. No, 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 no. No, that was... Oh. That was a friend of mine, though. Oh, cool. From, from the war. Gotcha. I don't know what he did, though. I think he really brought dance rock back to the aughts pretty so, hard, yeah. said he wanted to be a painter, but hmm. something was in his way. I don't know what. Yeah. Oh. I think... I think I know where you're. I think I know where you're going here. Yeah. Talking about Pablo Picasso. That guy's a weird dude. I don't think he was in World War One. I think he was, wasn't he? I don't know. Okay. Um, I I had bone spurs. Maybe yeah, maybe that was after his time. Actually, I'm sorry, you're right. I got I was thinking um, of the Spanish Civil War. I was able to get a deferment because uh, I saw Franz Ferdinand shot. Oh, yeah, And yeah. they said, uh, well, you know, it's not really a good reason to skip out on World War One. You needed a safe space after that. I did, yeah. And I said, well, look, I, I got some kick-ass music to write. And the French were like, no problem. Hmm. Yeah. And the people from Franz Ferdinand actually said, in you know, the band, yeah. they actually said, like, hey, you know, we got that name first. I said, listen, bitches. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, you're nothing. Nice tight something. jeans. What is it, 20 fucking 04, my good bitch? Yeah. Like, oh, am I in college again, you fucking nerds? Yeah. What are that's, you, fucking 30 now? Them. I yeah. called them nerds, and they didn't appreciate that. Oh, yeah. No. 
then uh, you know they had me escorted off the property, and uh, mm. then you know, hey, the rest is history, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was in Vampire Weekend. <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. <laughs> did you not know that? No. Yeah, for the f- the first album they did that was really good. I was on that album. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other albums have su- have gotten suckier as they go along. They were like, "You've gotten really fat, <laughs> and you need to get out of the band." That's really mean. Yeah, I was kind of like, "Wow, you guys have this like fucking sensitive boy image." Meanwhile, yeah. they kicked out for being fat, <clears throat> even <throat> though I wrote all the cool songs, all the songs about girls and fucking. In Cape Cod Yeah They're yeah. from uh, Like That was the other weird thing Is I think they're from New Jersey And they always wrote like About banging girls in Cape Cod Yeah And I was like You're, You don't even You don't know the first thing About banging girls in Cape Cod My man Nah so no. step off No you don't have a heroin addiction Yeah dude Where is your fentanyl Don't even talk to me Yeah Oh fucking Get fakes Posers You know what actually The first time I went to Cape Cod Was for that wedding A couple weeks ago Huh it's a fucking weird place, actually. Yeah, it is actually a weird place. I don't... I was just there last weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. What, or, what part? Almost on the Cape. That's a good uh, thing to mention when I'm asking you how your fucking week was, you fucking idiot. Well, but, it was okay. not notable. I'm sorry. I went to go Going visit. to the Cape is not I went notable. To go, I went to go visit family down there. We're like, oh, I had a weird interaction with a cashier. You're like, I, I went to a... <laughs> I went to Cape Cod. Okay. <laughs> don't minimize my experience. And it wasn't really the Cape. It was before the canal. Okay. What were you, in Yarmouth? No. What are you, an expert on the cable all of a sudden? You've been bitch. there once? Then you tell me where the fuck you were. Were you in problem? Where are Yarmouth? Wareham. Wareham? Onset. It was before the bridge. Okay. One of the bridges. All right. Yeah. You know, there's only two bridges going to the Cape. I don't know anything about the Cape. I was. <laughs> you lying. were just there. I went. I drove down there. Yeah. We got there at like 8 o'clock, me and uh, this uh, woman friend of mine. I don't know why he said she was a woman friend of mine. <laughs> she, okay. She's a woman and, uh, and a friend that's of yours. That and yeah. a friend of mine. So, <laughs> so this woman friend of mine and I are trying to find something to eat. We get there a little late. Wanted to get some Thai restaurant. They closed like 45 minutes early for some reason. So we're like, fuck, like, this is like white suburban hell. Yeah, yeah. We need to find a restaurant. And I'm like, oh, this French restaurant looks like it has like a cheap sandwich menu. I do like kind of French sandwiches and why not and, you know and we get there and I don't know I guess it was a lunch menu or something that I saw because it was like actually a really uh, froofy fucking French restaurant hmm. and every second of our experience there was a nightmare really why I we just walked in and like everyone like the way we described it after was it was like we felt like you know that scene in The Simpsons when Marge is uh, doing that pretzel business and the mafia gets involved yes and um, Marge is selling the pretzels to Principal Skinner and she's like oh these don't seem to be very nutritious and there's like a laser scope on Skinner's head and he's like I yeah. have to go now yes that <laughs> yes. was like every wait staff person there really? was like I have to go now <laughs> and just like well this food doesn't seem very good I have to go <laughs> they seem like I don't know they were so obsequious and that kind of turns me off and mm. I think that because I was kind of like what the fuck yeah. are you doing they like over compensated and started getting more obsequious and weird and we were both just like get the fuck out of here Mm. um at one point the guy put down our food and winced like he had been like beaten for fucking this up and was like 
Bon appetit. Wow. <laughs> now, did he say it like B-O-N-E? <laughs> yeah, like he oh. was like really flubbing it. And I was just like, you can just, like, I don't, like, wow, what an authentic <laughs> French experience. I they just give me the fucking food. The food was fine. It was like $800, but. I do love that word, uh, <laughs> obsequious. <laughs> they were like just so absolutely good. just That's sucking so us off. <laughs> And then the weirdest thing Up was secrets. they were like, do you want a, do you want a dessert or anything? And we're like, no, that's fine. They bring us the check. And uh, when you leave the restaurant, they give you a entire loaf of bread. Wow, that's what the French do, right? Do they give out loaves of bread at the... I've been to French restaurants I before. And this, I don't think that's the thing. Probably not. Normally, I would be like, maybe a little chocolate or a mint or something. An entire loaf of bread, huh? Yeah. Definitely mm. not throwing this the fuck out the <laughs> no. moment I leave. Thank you for all the extra bread that you didn't sell, you fucking fuck assholes. Like, I don't know what's going on here. You fucking idiots. Try a whole syringe in there. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, they have a heroin problem down there. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's hilarious, too. Yeah, it makes me chuckle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was the friend. Yeah, and that, so don't ever get French food in Yarmouth and South Yarmouth. Yeah, that's weird. I'm it bothered even... me. So actually, the whole weekend was weird. We 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 were in a hotel room, and we went to go get some uh, snacks from the vending machine. And one of the vending machine snacks got stuck in there, and we were kind of shaking the machine a little bit. <sighs> and I swear to God, dude, this guy is standing less than a foot from behind me. All of a sudden, is like, oh, you got some food stuck in there. <laughs> And we both, it's like two in the morning. And I'm like, what? Like, yeah. He doesn't, like, doesn't seem to be working for the hotel or anything. And I'm like, are you mad? I'm like shaking the machine because, like, I'm just trying to, yeah. you know. And he's like, oh, how stuck is it? I'm like, what the fuck do you, like, get out of here. Like, Go buddy, away. Look, buddy, what are you not your problem. What are you going to do to help me? <laughs> <laughs> how stuck is it? What does that even mean? It's, what kind of scale are we going to use for this? I think he was setting up a bit, maybe, with you. <laughs> oh, if he was setting up a bit, he was about to get uh, <laughs> set down, one might say. So, mm. uh, lots of weird stuff happens to me. You know what is uh, actually? Oh no, we we. Ah, that's right. This happened during last show, but we declined to talk about it. Okay. But it was uh, Kirk uh, Minahan, right? Oh yeah. And his little yeah, tweet yeah. about uh, mental illness and his struggles. And so yeah, I mean, Kirk Minahan <laughs> is a piece of shit. Yeah. He is one of the most extraordinary assholes in Boston media, who should probably just suck his own dick until he literally dies. And I don't give a fuck, Kirk. I hope you hear it. I hope you hear it, and I hope it affects. Uh, that's your not nice, dumbass. though. I, mean, I don't give a shit if it's nice. He's a he fucking was, piece of shit. He was very brave. Oh, he's man. very brave. He's very brave. Yeah, he's very brave to talk about having to check himself into a mental hospital after fucking with people for fucking years. That he's fucking well, fucking with you know, that's not how he is uh, off the oh, air. Oh, he's a nice guy off the yeah. air. Is that so? Yeah. I'm not a nice guy off the air, Kirk. I'm kind of a prick. And if I ever see you in real life, buddy boy, it's not going to be good. So I you let me know. Don't think that's very nice. Oh, I don't think. Oh, oh, are you depressed, Kirk? Are you a depressed guy? Are you depressed, dude? Unlike Look, most I think it took a lot of strength for him to come out with this information. Mm. It's not really, you know, it's not really something that people usually, um, mm. you know, disclose on social media. So what is he looking for? What does he want? What does he want? I think Luke O'Neill had a great tweet about this where he was basically like, um, yeah, that's cool that he did that, but he's a complete shithead. All of a sudden, Kirk Minahan needs the support of his community and he can mm. be a little soy boy. 
Yeah. Like he wouldn't go after that weakness in anyone else. He's completely full of shit, and he's a liar. He's a cynical idiot. Oh yeah. And am I thinking of Barstool or him, where they got kind of a lot of heat for like making young female interns sign waivers or whatever? I feel like that was Barstool. <laughs> I don't know, man. I you know they're they're morons. He's an idiot. Um, Kirk, uh, I got uh, I got something for you, Kirk. Because I felt bad about all the mm. all the depression stuff. It's in my ass. <laughs> the, the presence your, in my ass, and you have to suck it out. Your whole ass. Yeah, it's in my entire ass. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to suck it out for me, my my big man. Well, again, you know, it's it, I think it was very brave of him to uh, tweet about his mental illness, and you know. Yeah, it must be tough when you're uh, an awful person, and suddenly it all hits you at once. Yeah, the realization of such must be pretty um, pretty intense. Now, some folks might be like, wow, Chris, that's pretty wild what you're saying. Um, yeah, it is. And I recognize that. And the thing is, uh, Kirk says that kind of shit all the time. And suddenly expects the entire world to shower him with condolences and support. Hmm. He's a monster, dude. I think that um, Deadspin actually described him as the rat that rat fuckers fuck. That is deeply apt. (laughs) He is such a scum. It would be like Roger Stone being like, oh, you guys, I'm really freaking out right now. I've checked into a hospital just trying to, like, make sense of my life. Like, eat shit, Roger Stone. Oh, yeah. Did you realize you're a racist asshole all the time who makes a lot of money for being a piece of shit professionally? I mean, I'm one to talk, but it's not that much money. And at least I know why I'm depressed. That's just kind of my take, uh, Kirk. I hope you you get better, buddy. Hope you're back on the radio being a fucking asshole real soon. I I would hate for that to end. I think he is back on the radio already. Mm, so brave. Of yeah, him, he you know. uh, made a very brave tweet about um, how, you know, oh, you know, I, I, like I was in a very dark place. He went to McLean Hospital and then like. Oh, boy. That, I don't think that was part of the tweet, though. It was. Ah, uh, geez. What? Wow. Uh, you know what? It's awful for us to laugh at other people's really real stuff that actually matters. That sucks to be so uh, cavalier about mm. our role as broadcasters. And yeah. You think we have a responsibility? Yeah. It's almost like we shouldn't do that bit. But it's, uh, <laughs> Kirk, uh, I'm going to fucking find you. Well, I mean, he was very brave to uh, to tweet about the about his struggles and being in McLean Hospital. No, like, you know, he wasn't. No. I wasn't brave. Like, if anyone in a very dark place. fucking shit, I think you're an idiot. But he's not like that off the air. Oh, is he not like that off the air? Yeah, That's he's cool. He's, he's not like that on the air he's and not knows like the it's other, wrong. That makes it better. He's not like the other guys on the show. <laughs> hmm. Oh, boy. I really do not like that at all. <laughs> hmm. yeah, I remember I, when... Uh, what's his name? Uh... The younger guy on their show who I'm kind of friendly with, and I can't remember his name, but like when he said that shit about Tom Brady's kid. Oh, uh, Alex Reamer? Yeah. Yeah. And he got fucking dragged for that? 
And I'm just like... He got, like, suspended for a long time. He was, like, let back on the air with, like, caveats. And, oh, no, Tom Brady uh, got mad at us. So, But, hey, you know, we got these other hosts here to talk about the Mecco Gorilla. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, the Kirk Minahan, who's uh, literally a piece of shit. <laughs> and how the Red Sox aren't racist. And, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. how it's crazy to no, not I don't like understand why Tom Brady because he likes... Yeah. No, he's fine. And I like that they go after female journalists who disagree with them. Yes, that is nice. Yeah, I'm sure that that um, is really good for their mental health, by the way. When you when you really send a bunch of fucking psycho sports fan mobs after female journalists because they don't like Trump. I think you're a good guy, Kirk. I can't imagine why you think you're a piece of shit. Um, hard for me to wrap my mind around. Yeah, that's too bad. Yeah. I would hate to be paid millions of dollars to just have a bunch of fucking dogs that suck my dick and go after my enemies for me online. Boy, oh boy, that would be a terrible life. Mm. I would hate for that. Yeah, that is too bad. You know what's funny, too, is that he has to suck Tom Brady's dick all the fucking time. Yeah. You know what? That's funny to me. And it's after Tom Brady kisses his kids on the mouth. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty weird. Yeah, it is. Why did did Tom Brady kiss his kids? I don't know. He shouldn't do that. I don't know, and it's, it's even funnier to see the schism of people <laughs> who defend him. Like, hey, what's wrong with that? Like, was know. Kirk saying what's wrong with that? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I didn't go back that far on his Twitter. <laughs> but um, oh, hey, uh, he also does say that uh, the Boston Globe is the most dishonest newspaper in America. Yeah, I wonder why he says that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's after 200 newspapers joined the Globe effort on freedom of the press editorials. Because if there's one thing that people should disagree with, it's the freedom of the press. I have a cynical take on the Boston Globe situation. Yeah? Do you want to give it? Yeah, I do. Okay. I mean, we already talked about me shitting on Jeff Jacoby's desk, right? <laughs> uh, so Chris Verone, uh, weekly dig editor and the guy who does the uh, New England... Institute for Nonprofit, non-profit Journalism. journalism. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, uh, it's fine. Smart guy. Really smart guy. Um, his takes on the globe tend to be... Uh, negative? They're negative. I'm um, thinking of something more specific. Just kind of, They can be a bit... Caustic? <laughs> yeah, caustic. Like, sometimes I'm like, all right, like, wow. But I think he's oh, kind of right Are here. you, like, taken aback by them sometimes? Like, uh, wow, that's really... Yeah, I mean, and I don't really like the Globe either for obvious reasons, but uh, okay. sometimes I'm like, all right, eh, it seems a little much, maybe. But okay. this time, I think his take is pretty on the nose about how the Globe is just trying to position... This is just a cynical PR move by the Globe hmm. to become this kind of nexus for this editorial network when they themselves... I mean, hope, maybe I'm wrong about this, but I can't imagine that they've expanded their Washington bureau or something. I think they have, like, one reporter in Washington. The Globe? Yeah. Um, they closed a number of their foreign bureaus. Uh, they were very, they very much are a regional paper who is kind of struggling to maintain, I think, I don't know, like... And I, this isn't a shit on any of the writers there. And there's a lot of good reporters there who do good stuff. Yeah, I don't think that you're shitting on any of the reporters. It doesn't sound like that to me. It's more the it sounds like you're uh, shitting on the leadership. institution. <laughs> yeah, the, as a whole and its history. And no, but it's like the leadership who is like, oh, they kind of see this as I think a. Uh, it seems like a PR strategy to me. Like, what are you trying to do? It was the same thing with the Trump fake front page, and I was just like, you don't give a shit. Like, this is just fucking marketing. You don't, I don't, I don't believe you. Um, 
Chris, uh, can Chris Farron, Farron. I've never heard it said out loud. Always my problem. Uh, at Farah one is uh, the number one. Farah number one um, on Twitter. He says, consider this an open letter to any editor, opinion page, or news organization that's delusional enough to think that they're doing anything besides boosting the Boston Globe's rep by running a trite anti-Trump opinion this week. And he writes a story on digboston.com about it. And he also uh, says that the free press editorial initial initiative is fraudulent. It's, it's pretty strong. He, um... Uh, he, I mean, I'm not judging his, his uh, perspective. I'm just like, wow, that's... I mean, it, he's mad at the Boston Globe. <laughs> my feeling is like he maybe they feel on some level it is doing something, but that to me is the best case scenario. You know, worst side case scenario, they're being very cynical. But best case scenario, they think this is actually going to help. And then to me, it's just completely emblematic of the kind of liberal myopia of just like who the fuck is reading editorial pages who the fuck like the well, boston yeah. globe just seems so out of touch all the fucking time <clears throat> yes i like I, it's unbelievable to me do you remember the past couple years how they've been running the weirdest art like i had a tweet where they they had like a couple months where they were just running like the dumbest articles about I don't know. If, I wish I remember specifically, but it felt like they were so doing you, a very you, poor service in terms of covering the alt right. And oh uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like all major newspapers have had trouble covering the alt right. They have, yeah. That's. I mean, that's fair, but it's almost like they're being. I mean, I'm not like I'm not excusing the, the Globe at all, but I think they rely on these old journalistic uh, rules and concepts that, like you know. Sunshine is the best disinfectant, and like you just put these people in the public sphere, and people are going to recognize that they're stupid. I don't know if that's necessarily always going to work. Yeah, and that's sort of the criticism with running, um, I forget what program it was. Oh, it was NPR, I think. NPR recently ran a like Jason uh, Kessler, right? Was it Jason Kessler? It was some white supremacist, yeah. it was some like legit white supremacists. All I know is that I remember some sort of backlash against NPR where people were like, do we really need to hear from this person? I think it was just interviewing a white supremacist actually on NPR. I think you can interview them, but like they're, com- I, I, honestly, I think it's a broader problem even outside the press and a, in part responsible for why Donald Trump was so successful was I think liberals for a long time all of this stuff was just kind of accepted um i guess in liberal circles that you know and even you know broadly in kind of mainstream conservative circles like racism is bad and equal opportunity is good and stuff and then you had these kind of trolls come out and um, really articulate a <laughs> Uh, cont- uh, counterpoint to it and people didn't I think really know how to respond in like a kind of coherent way because they've just grown up assuming that this is just sacrosanct you were you were absolutely right by the way it was Jason Kessler they they interviewed mm, okay. um, and they had a disclosure before the interview what you're about to hear is racist <laughs> and where 
Kessler described himself as not a white supremacist and not even a white nationalist. Both false. Yeah, um, <laughs> I consider myself a civil and human rights advocate focusing on the underrepresented Caucasian demographic. Mm. By, by the way, uh, just to, to have an aside for a second. Sure. How did we forget about this? The dad thing. The dad thing. Yeah, I was, that occurred to me also. <laughs> Fuck. But yeah, that video, man. And the talking to the guy living in a boat, like who's Millhouse. Patrick dad. Little, right, right. He's like, I got a king, I got a king size bed in here. And I was like, Yeah, you uh, live. Yeah, on a that's boat. a look at this baby. <laughs> well, well, this is my dream right here. Uh, only white people in this boat. Uh, so the organizer of Unite the Right, Jason Kessler. Uh, virulent racist <laughs> like white supremacist all that he denies it but uh yes he of is. course he denies it. who's ever gonna say like yeah so mm. other than an actual crackpot yeah he's trying he's, he's, he's trying, trying to infiltrate he's yeah. trying to normalize himself right Absolutely, like he's trying yeah. to like yeah me hey, i'm human too when really you're just a piece of shit so um npr had interviewed him recently and um yeah like he's really trying to normalize himself He's trying to, like, you know, make it seem like, hey, I'm not so bad. You know, I'm misunderstood. When, in reality, nobody misunderstands him. He's just a piece of shit. Did he have some kind of money quote that made that interview go viral? I feel like something happened on it in particular that made people very mad. Just, like, why would you have, like, Jared Holt uh, was on our show the other day. And, um... Jared. Jared, what's up, baby? Um, and he tweeted, like, if you're going to interview these guys, at least have the presence of mind to be like, so how do you go about making a white majority society? Like, ask them questions that are going to be like, oh, uh, genocide. Don't be like, wow, so like what's your day like <laughs> like that's like remember when mother jones i mean i feel like yeah mother jones does good stuff but uh they ran a feature about richard spencer a couple oh, years Jesus. ago it was like check out this dapper nazi yeah and i was just like, like he first of all he dresses like a fucking idiot i'm sorry that guy is not dapper whatsoever and you remember when rolling stone put uh Jokar on the on the cover yeah, dude. Uh, and everybody had a fucking cow about that. Yeah, that's you know? a good point. And they weren't doing that. No, they <laughs> weren't. Say, Check out this weren't. sexy terrorist. No, no. <laughs> Would you like to fuck a bomber? <laughs> because uh, it was literally like what, like a selfie of himself. It was just a picture, like from I believe social media. Yeah, that was available. Like one of the few that were available of him. That made me mad. You have a good memory, man. I well, we did a out. show. We did a show about that. Oh, you're right. Back yeah. in the old. Back show. in the day. Back in the day, yeah. Yeah. That, I back. still have some of those shows. We should, like, review our first show. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Yeah, that'd be funny. I bet there's good stuff on there. There, there, there might be. Yeah. I do know that uh, for our first show, I started the microphones late. Like, I started, I started the recording late. So it picks up with us talking about the Malden. Oh, yeah. I remember Yeah, the that. Malden glory hole. Oh. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, sorry. But Jason Kessler. Oh man, uh, I apologize. That's that okay. Huge. It's okay. Well, I got us off on a tangent, but um, uh, on Vice.com, watch Unite the Right organizer Jason Kessler get owned by his dad during a live stream. Hell yeah, dude! Just <laughs> fucking awesome. This is so good. Um, <laughs> like just like so, he's basically uh, 
he's talking on a live stream to some guy named Patrick Little, who is like, you know, he is an avowed white supremacist. Pretty yeah. Much. He's like, um, who lives on a boat? He lives on a boat. Yeah. <laughs> Which um, I used to joke about doing, <laughs> but he really does. Um, Unite the right to organizer, Nazi failure. Jason Kessler gets yelled at by his dad for being a Nazi while live streaming with Nazi uh, loser J- Patrick Little, who admits that they may have to sell the boat he's broadcasting from at a loss because he needs money. Beautiful. Wow, that's beautiful. So let's uh, listen to the video a little bit. Imagine, first, just before we get into yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A great deal. I mean, I'm not an expert, but the Nazis talk an awful lot about the importance of aesthetic. Yes. And how you should always be like very well trimmed. You should be dressed very well. You should exemplify this. Elf yeah, the, the exemplary of the um, the exemplar rather of the uh, of the breed. I was going to say, but of of the race. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah, like you know, um, if it you should think, bleed into everything now, you do. Now, if I think about exemplars of uh, the white race. I think of people like um, Steve, Hill. Steve Bannon, mm-hmm. um, Donald Trump. Yeah. Um, um, you know, like Milo, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, David Duke, very handsome. Yeah, man. very, very handsome. Not um, Didn't look like something I'd peel it out from under my car. <laughs> you know, uh, did you know that, um, what's his name, Topher Grace, who played David Duke in uh, Spike Lee's new movie about um, uh, the infiltrating the KKK, he's getting like death threats about how his about his portrayal of David Duke that it was like too wimpy <laughs> too wimpy huh yeah okay yeah yeah he seems like a really tough guy <laughs> David Duke yeah David Duke oh okay I thought you meant Topher Grace no I'm, I mean like I definitely don't think I could just like break David Duke's neck yeah so uh <laughs> so. Uh, that couldn't happen yeah <laughs> Can't imagine. No, no, no. I, I'm taking that as just like a statement of fact. So I'm just yeah, moving just on. Observing. Uh, so yeah, the exemplars of the white race, pretty much, right? Is that's what the that's what the alt right <laughs> and, and Nazis have espoused. To me, this is pretty much Milhouse's dad after the divorce when he's like, "I sleep in a race car. Can I borrow a feeling?" <laughs> and he's talking to like. I don't know, like his uh, surrogate son on uh, Skype because Milhouse, even Milhouse has disowned him at this point. So now he needs Jason Kessler to fill the role. Weekend Weekend Dad needed a DVD player. (laughs) Don't call me that. Big Orthodox crosses on their chest, as Dr. Duke likes to point out. This is Patrick Little talking. Uh, Patrick Little is holding up some sort of implement that has an iPhone on it that uh, has... um, Jason Kessler's face on it. Yeah. So he's talking over some sort of camera stream. So the dude is literally like holding an iPhone in the, like no way to make this happen without just holding an iPhone in the shot of the camera. Yeah, no, no, no. Maybe a little inside baseball here, Ben. It's Jewish. The breaking houses are in Israel. Hey, you get out of my room. Hey, sorry, I'm having an issue here. Oh, oh, you got a drunk roommate there? Something like that. Push me like that in my room. Uh, I've got uh, somebody who supports Orthodox uh, Israeli, like is word. He's clearly like struggling for something to say. Like, uh yeah, somebody uh, who uh, oh, I got a little uh, issue here. My like. triple parentheses dad <laughs> and triple parentheses. We're at a crossroads. Uh, 
crosshairs on that stuff. I don't agree with. So now Jason has to get up from the computer. I also love that this guy sounds so much like Hank Hill. Yes. Like, get off of my computer, Bobby. It's enough of it. God darn God. it. God damn it, Bobby. Uh-huh. Oh, are you doing Nazi stuff? <laughs> Dang it, Bobby. <laughs> Clean your room. I'm going to assume that's apparent there. I'm not sure. That Nazis ain't right. <laughs> uh, that's a callback to our, our buddy uh, Jordan Peterson. Clean your room. Uh, Jason, why are you staying with... Are you not staying with the Orthodox Jew, are you? Whoa. No, it's my father. He wa- Basically, the deal is... is my fa- Basically, the deal is that I live with my dad, and um, he wipes my ass for me, and, uh, you know, when I soil my diaper, mm. you know, he helps me out. But Again, I just want to bring up the Nazi aesthetic again. This man is living in a boat. This man is living with his parents. Patrick yes. Little, yes. Very cool. And, and, yes. and Jason Gessler, too. Yeah. He's also drinking a beer very conspicuously yeah. in what appears to be the middle of the day. Fucking alpha. Which I can't judge him for too harshly but within the kind of rules of nazi aesthetic it doesn't seem to really line up well he's also wearing the cover to a picnic table as well so you know like incredibly ugly dress yes and that undershirt i mean my god dude (laughs) hasn't heard of the deep v but but, you know it's like they have no aesthetic it's what's incredible to me yeah I mean that crew, that crew neck really. Uh, yeah, it, dude. Re- it really accentuates the fucking the the quadruple chin. A white crew neck underneath a fucking red checkered shirt. You look like a yeah. fucking you moron. Look at, you, look at you work at a friendly. I would already <laughs> kick your ass, but you look like you work at a friendlies. Thank he you. looks like he like stole a tablecloth from friendlies and put it on. Bitch. Family watches American History Channel. Oh, God. And it's constant anti-German propaganda. Huh. The Nazis, uh, the, the Jews, like, and the dude, I'm, I'm stuck in a situation where I have to stay with my family because oh. I'm paying for all these lawsuits and yeah. I can't afford to do that without <laughs> staying with my family, but they, they're cupped. Life is... But they're cucked. Uh, but they're cucked. What not we, you're not cucked, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, you're not cucked they're, at all. They're they're not cucked. Like what, yeah. what what? They're cucked. Like what? Yeah. In what context? Hate to live with my parents providing me with everything and know that they're totally cucked. Unlike me, the supreme fucking alpha master of being a white Nazi. Yeah, I hate that. I hate when I move with my parents and they're like, "Hey, maybe don't do the shit that gets you sued all the time." And I'm like, "Wow, you just love Jews too much, and not me." You know, before um, Himmler became a, a noted figure, mm-hmm. he lived with his parents too. Yeah, dude. Um, it, it happens to all of us. It happens yeah. to the best of us. Yeah. I moved back in with my parents, actually. It wasn't because I got sued for, like, having a rally that murdered someone. No. That wasn't it. No, you were working toward that. But. Yeah, I was just really high all the time. and had a bad breakup. And it's uh, been pretty expensive the last few months. I still maintain an apartment and this boat in case of eviction, and I trust Shlomo to figure out a way to get me evicted, but if I... I trust Shlomo. Meaning his Jewish landlord. Mm. Nice. I mean, I like how self-satisfied he is. Dude, look at this like grin he's on his face. Like, yeah, I just. He's like, yeah, the Jews will never screw me. I have this boat. Shlomo. <laughs> no Jew can ever touch me in my boat. I mean, he's clearly the alpha, but he's paying a, uh, he's paying Shlomo money. Yeah, dude, exactly. Yeah, oh yeah. But no, he's got a, he's got one over on them though. 
he like literally he is a Nazi who I don't know if he is kidding about having a Jewish landlord or saying all landlords are Jewish, but like you're a, you're a Nazi paying a Jewish guy for rent and also has a boat. <laughs> I don't think that the Jewish guy is cucked. I don't think his parents are cucked. I feel like maybe you guys are cucked. Mm. Just one guy's opinion. Yeah, yeah. Don't send me mail. I get in a situation where I can't. That's um, this awful podcast. <laughs> and have an apartment like you're in. I've got this bad boy. Now he's turning the camera around. Now I've around. been sorting out documents and stuff, but. Uh, yeah, he's got a, he's got a uh, like a, a nice little um, below deck on uh, some sort of boat. <laughs> That's this literally looks like a nightmare to live. Yeah, on. yeah, it's my baby. It's his baby. That's his baby. Yeah. I've seen RVs that look more comfortable than yes. that, honestly. It's I've incredible seen, how uncomfortable it looks. I've seen storage lockers that look more comfortable than this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at least this has windows, I guess. Yeah, but, and you know. Shlomo won't be able to kick you out, am I right? Yeah, hell yeah. You're the, I don't you're the king, buddy. I have to surmise that he doesn't really have an apartment. You know he what? Said, yep. He said, I have an apartment and quote-unquote this baby. I have to believe that he doesn't have an apartment. Otherwise, he'd do this from his apartment. Honestly, that's a very astute observation. Thank you. Tend to agree with you on Once that in a while, I have those. You do, yeah. <laughs> There's a, in the back, there is a king-size bed. Um, okay. Hmm. All right, I mean. He's got a stripper pole in there, too, just for <laughs> making some extra cash. Hell yeah. In the front, there is a double uh, behind that behind door number uh, two there, and this table comes down and becomes a king size bed. Uh, I'm sorry, a twin a twin bed. So, I've got hot water, a shower. This is my toy from when I used to make good money, and I will be renting it out and stuff to try and cover expenses, or else I'll have to sell it at a huge loss. Fund my company, give me some revenue. Uh, How about am, you stop uh, hitting the mic, my, my stupid? My are running pretty low since the election. Ma- uh, these guys are professional Nazis, and it shows sounds so much better than God. that. They have no <laughs> aesthetic at all, man. What are they gonna do? It sucks so bad. What, like, imagine if I was like, "Hey, man, what if?" Um, all right, here's what we're gonna do. This week on the pod, I'm gonna go to my parents' house, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna go in my parents' bedroom. Okay. And I'm gonna be like, "Hey, Stalin didn't do anything wrong. Uh, my parents are capitalist pigs, and they love the History Channel and all of game sudden, yeah, shows." Chris, Chris, what are you doing? Get out of my room! I'll be like, "Dad, oh my God, everybody knows Stalin didn't do anything wrong." Uh, and you'll be like, well, I'm living in a a, a barrel right now. Um, very ho- I have two straps on the barrel. I wear like suspenders. And I walk around naked around my town and uh, people throw nickels at me, which is kind of mean, but is also a nice source of income. And I collect the nickels. Um, unfortunately, since I'm wearing a barrel, I don't really have anywhere to put the nickels, which is often a problem for me. The barrel doesn't uh, have pockets. Yeah, so I don't really have any way of saving money. And uh, my life is kind of a joke. And I'm like, uh, yeah, my dad, uh, yeah, she just makes money working like a fucking idiot. Meanwhile, he's not doing drugs and being cool like me online he fucking sucks he doesn't like Stalin he doesn't like Mao he's a fucking pussy and you're like yeah um, everyone send me money um, this is our live cast by the way <laughs> uh, we're very professional Nazis yeah. that everyone should be afraid of uh, mm. definitely are gonna accomplish a lot and then you're gonna keep doing this to the mic yeah and, and you're gonna, gonna keep- say oh send me money <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is clearly a professional outfit uh, you know you're gonna send me money oh yeah I would be wrapped in a tablecloth the whole time also. 
because that's uh, a really alpha move as well. After what I would say, well, I'm going to uh, do my second job now and then lie down on the ground <laughs> while, people, while people eat a picnic off me. <laughs> Some people have weird kinks. Yeah. Yeah, it's 20. I'm not kink shaming at not all. Not at all. No, no. Eat the fuck off of me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just hope it's a Jewish family that doesn't. Oh, yeah. yeah. That he would really not like that. Yeah, he would feel very uh, hmm, cucked. He might say cucked. <laughs> he says that they're cucked, dude, and he cucked. literally imagine like, stop him. doing your Nazi stuff in my room. And you know, honestly, those are the same type of people who would be like, "Yeah, I'm in your fucking mom's basement." Like, okay, yeah, exactly, dude. Yeah, and uh, they'll, wow. they'll never see the irony in all of this. They'll never see it. So go out in a couple lawsuits for. Uh, yeah, for Not really the, planning out shit well. Yeah. yeah. For killing a president. <sighs> Fuck you, Jason Kessler. I hope that your parents fucking kick your ass. Anyway. So what are we on, hour six? Or <laughs> <laughs> well. Oh. oh. We're finally going to just what put a bullet in the back of the, head <laughs> of the show. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, somebody is coming in here and saying, uh, hey, look, this is my room. Yeah. You know, I think oh. it might be your dad. Sorry, actually. dad. He's like, stop doing the Stalin show in my room. I'm like, Dad, it's not the Stalin show, it's the Mao show. Why don't you ever care about what I do? And he's yeah. like, I care about you, son, but you're a damn communist, and I'm not going to have that under my roof. And I'm like, well, all the Nazis are suing me because I said that uh, poo-poo pee-pee was good for Hitler to eat. And he's like, well, I don't agree with that. You, and well, actually, I do agree with that. He should have eaten the pee-pee poo-poo, but he shouldn't have said it like that. Um, you know, it's a private thought. And I said, Dad, I love you. And he was like, well, I love you too, son, but uh, you cannot do your communist show in my room. Um, so here we, I mean, I get it, I guess. Well, those were certainly all words. He lets me vape in his room. Oh, does he? He's like, you can vape all you want, just not the communist stuff. What is a communist vape? Uh, oh, well, he, I can't do the communist stuff. Oh, room. oh, I yeah, see, I see. Yeah, you can't yeah. do the communist stuff. Yeah. So I'll let you vape, but no commie stuff. I'd be curious if any communist economies produce EGs. Maybe they do. <laughs> You know, because Cuba has a big problem with tobacco addiction, and maybe they're tapping into that. I don't say it's a problem. I think they got a lot more problems than that. <laughs> but they do have a very high rate of that. Do they? They do, actually, yeah. I don't know why I know this, but... I don't know why either. Uh, just it's a big culture there, and uh, high rates of mouth cancer. They've been trying to pull back. Actually, Castro quit smoking cigars, and it's a big deal. But you know what, though? Yeah. Delicious sandwiches. Oh, Cuban sandwich is the best. Oh my goodness, love they, a good Cuban. They are so good, dude. Yeah. Oh my god, mm. I yeah, love I'm sure that's uh, definitely indicative of the actual culture, and uh, you know, I'm sure they have mustard all over the place uh, down there. They better, man, because they have mustard, all that vinegary, mm. fucking yeah. ham and shit. Anyway, uh, so thanks for, for hanging in there with us today. I uh, Cuban man, sandwich. I had fun doing this episode, but Me I don't think too. you're gonna have fun listening to it. I need a Cuban sandwich to just. I know I'm kind of hungry now. Eat and eat. Yeah, just like a foot long just put it in my mouth Cuban already. sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. think so. Anyway, um, I'm at uh, this is not Mike G on Twitter. Chris is at Chris Caesar. We are at this awful pod. Uh, you can get us at um, this awful podcast at gmail.com. One eight three three soy boys. Leave us a voicemail and shop at our Amazon store. And eat our asses. Back to you, Bryant. Our entire asses. Thank you. Bye-bye.